Okay, let's get started with this year's rendition of Parshas Vayera Tavshin Ayin Beis. Um, again, I think our, our fourth uh, year having this chus to discuss the Akeda, the Parsha of the Akeda. <coughs> and we'll start off, though, with a medrish at the beginning of the Parsha based on the first Pasuk. First Pasuk tells us actually the second Pasuk. Beginning of the Parsha, as we know, is the story of Abraham and the Malachim. Vayera Lav Hashem Beilonei Mamrei. Hashem sees, appears. Hashem appears to Avraham in Elohim Mamrei, v'hu Yoshe Pesach Ha'olakachomayom. And he is sitting at the door of the tent in the heat of the day. Every phrase of this Pasik is, is focused on by the Midrashim. Why, why was Mamrei Zoche? Why is, why at the Pesach? Why Kachom Hayom? Every phrase. But we're going to go to Pasik base. Vayisa inavayar. He lifted up his eyes and he saw. Vihine shlosha anashim nitzavim alav. There were three men standing there in front of him. Vayar and he sees. Vayar it's like Rasami Pesach He runs out. Vayishtachu Artsa and he bows. He prostrates himself. So just reading the pasuk, we already notice that one word is repeated twice. Vayisena Vayar. Vayar. Vayar twice. So something has come up in the past. If you look in the Medrash, the Medrash picks up on the double Vayar. First, the uh, Medrash says, uh, suggests in source number one, Maybe he saw that he saw this. Vayar has to do with who he was talking to. That's not going on the rest of the Pasuk. That's going on the first half of the Pasuk. He lifted up his eyes and he saw God, so to speak, Vayar. And then the second, then second vayar is going on on Hashem. Okay, that's not the pshuto shel mikra because pashas is vayar is going on the same same on Hashem that he saw. But the second shot of the medrash is what we're going to focus on and what the nitziv focuses on. Am Rabbi Chanina Shmos Chadashim Alami Bavel. Rabbi Chanina says this has been discussed in the past by the Ramban in Parshas Bo. The months. Of the year came up from Bava with them. The months that we use are Babylonian. Why do we have Babylonian months? Or we could have had Hebrew months. There are some Hebrew names in Tanakh. Chodesh Ziv is Er and others. But for some reason we have Babylonian months. We've discussed the Ramban and Yaakov Kamenetsky and Parshas Bo. Why that is? We're going to go to the next point. Rish Af Shemos Malachim. Also the names of Malachim. Michal, Rafal, and Gavriel. Amrabi Levi. These are all places. The Malachim appeared to Avraham as people from different places. One from Sadak, one from Navat. Omar. Avram says to himself, Says Avram, I have, to, I have to analyze, I have to see if these people are worthy of my inviting them in. I have to see, is the Shrina Mamten Alehen? I have to see if they're, if they give covet to each other. They give covet to each other, they're not fighting with each other. Okay, I'm going to invite them in. I'm going to be machinist them. This, that's the double Vayar. Vayar, he saw them, but Vayar, he analyzed them closely to see what types of people they were. That's the Vayar. 
not just physical seeing, but analytical seeing. Ask the Nitziv, since when did we usually describe Avram Avinu as one who decides whether to be machnas a certain oreach based on who they are? This is the prototype, this is the symbol of Achlos Azarachim. This is the Shabbos of Achlos Azarachim. The Malachim are in. Unless last week too. And Avram Avinu, the Medrash says, is checking out the, the, the people in front of him. Are they worthy of the invite? Are they Anashim Mehuganim? Avram Avinu invites anybody. Everybody, all the old devotees are in the world come to Avram Avinu. So what does the mean? Yeah, we had to check them out. Says the Nitziv on the left side. Ulacharakasha. Somewhat difficult. Is that what a normal host does? I have to see what type of person this is? There has to be something deeper here, says the Nitziv. Avram Avinu would have anybody in his house. There has to be a deeper message with the Vayar and the Vayar. Elakacho inyan. Ba'asher shahaya Avram Avinu shakua ba'osa shah ba'avas Hashem u'bakbalos p'nei ha'shchina. We have to remember, says the Nitziv, a question we discussed a number of years ago. Avram Avinu was in the middle of having an unbelievable, unbelievably divine revelation. He was talking to Kaddish Baruch Hu. As we know, what does the Gemara learn out from this experience, the Gemara in Shabbos? G'dolach l'asazarachem yosem yakbalos p'nei ha'shchina. But Avram Avinu was in the, in the middle and besides the fact that it was so enjoyable for Avraham to be speaking to God, he was involved in a mitzvah, he was involved in something positive. But still, but as we know, if something, if a mitzvah arises, if the opportunity of a mitzvah arises while I'm involved in 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 some type of avas Hashem revelation, maybe that's Talmud Torah, maybe some other type of experience. Any mitzvah that does not have a finite amount of time, for example, Talmud Torah, as we know, you have to stop to do a mitzvah for that wouldn't be able to be done by anybody else. If I'm learning and my father asks me for a drink of water and there's nobody else in there, I have to stop learning. Because that's the halacha by a mitzvah that has no shear. But you went, I'll stop learning when, this, when the time is over. There's no end. So that the halacha is if somebody is involved in a mitzvah that has no amount, maximally, just keep going, one has to stop if there, a mitzvah presents itself that cannot be done by anybody else. So Avram Avinu was involved in, in, a, in a divine revelation experience. As the Gemara says in Shabbos that I just quoted, that he quotes, what does that mean? That inviting guests is greater than Akpalos Pnei Ashkina. Does that mean that any guests? The Eina Kavana says the Nitziv to Mishamachnus Oreka Dome Amakla Pnei Ashkina. It's better to have a guest over than to talk to God. That doesn't make sense. Talking to God is the highest level, the Dvekus that we can reach. What does the Gemara mean? That Gedola Hachnas Archim. What does gedola mean in that context? The qualitative idea that is occurring? No. Elashi gedola litchos. It just means which would take precedence if there's a choice when one needs to be done. Shekachu ritzoni yisparach. This is what Hashem wants. She mitzvah ma'asiz doche. Mitzvah zu she'en lashir. 
God says, you have to do mitzvahs that wouldn't be able to be done by anybody else when they present itself, even if it means taking out time from talking to God, taking out time from Talmud Torah. And the Gemara gives a raya from Avraham. So now says in Nitzv, let's get to our question. So why does it make a difference who they were? Why was he analyzing? Because Avraham Avinu thinks to himself, are these guests that I could send my servants to bring in? Because if those are the type of guests that I'm not allowed to stop what I'm doing, that is a mitzvah. And then I'm talking that what? I'm going to leave God? I'm talking about I'm going to go bring in guests. If it's a mitzvah that can be done by others, I'm not allowed to leave. But if it's a mitzvah that obviously cannot be done by others, then I have a mitzvah to leave. That's why Avram was analyzing. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. In Bnei Adam Gedolim, if they are mechubad types of people, Bnei Adam, the ain kvodam litzavos lemisharsim ulahachnisam labayis, and it's not kavedik for me to send servants and to bring them into the house. Hari mechuyev anila hafsek me apolos bnei shchina. I have to stop. I have to stop because this is a mitzvah that nobody else could do. Abal imhed yotim heim, but if they're just regular people, run of the mill merchants. Obviously, I would go if I wasn't in the middle of talking to Kaddish Baruch Hu, but if I am, I'm not allowed to go. So what's the vayar? What was our question? What, Avram Avinu has to check out who the, who the Archim are? So the answer is that no. He has to check out who they are, not to see who, if he's going to bring them in, but because of the counter-pressure, because of what he was involved in at the time. He was involved in, in Kabbalah's Panei Ashkina. He's only allowed to leave that experience for a mitzvah she'i esher lasos al yidei al yidei acherim. That is number one. That it's gets us gets us rolling tonight. Number one. We continue. Says Rav Palm, same pasuk, same pasuk. Another detail that we realize if we look closely at the pasuk. Atorah Ha'aricha, source number three. This is an Atorah Lamelech, or Palm Sefer of Vachshav. A lot of the Atorah Lamelech, which is a Sefer in Hebrew, would translate Palm Alatorah in, in English. A lot of the, the ideas were taken from the, from the Hebrew Atorah Lamelech. Atorah Ha'aricha Harbei, Besipur Hachnasas Orachim Shalavim Avinu Beparshas Vayera. It's a lot of details that are given in this story. A lot of details. The details of the food, the details of the, of the tongue. The details of, 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 of everything that, that I'm ready to serve them. Why the details? What do we need to know? What is the, how much t- time does the Torah spend telling us exactly what happened? <speaking in Hebrew> And the Mepharshim point out, first he gave him Milchis, then he gave him Fleshiks, right, in that order, if we think that they might have been Machvid on, uh, on Kashras in those days. But there's so much detail. Answer, Pam, what's the message? What's the message of the story providing so much detail of the menu that Avram served his guests? So again, 
Hatara Haricha Harbe Vesibrachas Archib Shalavam Avinu Babajas Vayera. Why? Kiklulim Ba Harbe Hilchza Gavirta Binyani Chesed. There's the Yisod here, says Rapam, that I have to bring out. Ulam Kedai Lahair Al Nakuda Achas. I have to pick up on one specific point. She Gedola Etzli Umaflia Biyoser. That is amazing to me, says Rapam. Hineavam Avinu. When Avram Avinu sees these guests, he was in the middle of talking to God. We discussed a few years ago, if you remember, doesn't the Rambam say that besides Moshe Rabbeinu, every other Navi that talks to God is in a trance, basically unconscious? So how did he even see the guests if he was unconscious? So, not for now. That was a couple of years ago. But either way, now... He was talking to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, says, says Rapam. Shabbat Levakar Zachor, that he came to visit him. He was totally in a spiritual realm. And what happens? Immediately, what does he do? He's with the tongue and the bread and the flour and the, and the, and the, and the shechting and the, and the kneading and the, he is totally shakua in the gashmius that he's preparing for these guests. It's amazing, says Rapam. He goes from this amazingly spiritual Ruchani experience, and a second later, boom, he has his hands in the dough, and he's shechting a cow. How does he switch so fast? Huat small line seven, be olamos yonim, miziv hashchina. He is in the upper world being nene from the shechina. Uba oso rega mamish lagabe yarchim, and at that very moment, lagabe the guests. He understands what it means to be starving after a walk in the desert. And he's giving him different things. What can I give them? What will be tasty for them? Three different types of tongue. Says Rapam, Avram Avinu's closing off himself, so to speak, from the Gashmias around him being totally involved in spiritual matters from his own point of view with God, did not at all take away one iota when he was involved in providing for somebody else. No Gashmi is for him. Full Gashmi is for all his guests, for the Maisa Chesed. His own needs, Mistapik Mu'at. Pastor Melech Tochal, he's only with HaKadosh Baruch when it comes to giving over to anybody, he was totally on their wavelength, knowing exactly what they needed. Says the Mesulah Shisharim, he quotes, in source of line 11, right, We're supposed to be, uh, uh, minimize our food pleasures. What happens to food? The greatest food in the world. What happens a minute after we eat it? It starts decomposing, it starts digesting, right, the, the waste goes in one direction and the proteins and... So what's there? What's there after we have an amazing meal? What's left? Nothing's left. It's in our kishkas. There's nothing left. And yet, Obviously, Avram Avinu for himself, he has nothing connected, he's not connected to it. That has nothing to do with what he does for guests. We see so many people, so many gedolim v'chashuvim, hosts, that for themselves, they, they, they don't worry about themselves. They're giving away all their food and all their special treats, everything for the guests. That's Derech Avram Avinu. Derech Avram Avinu. And he quotes, Ma'anyanim, Ma'kesher, Mzeh, Dibri, Akon, Ritzel, Petzl, Burger, 
where the Koch Me'ar quotes about his Rebbe, Rebbe Yisrael Salanter, line 19, Kilat Mushlam the founder of the Musar movement, Yisrael Salanter, regarding himself, it was totally, it was foreign to him to be involved in, in the physical world. When it came to somebody else, he didn't spare anything. He felt every pleasure and every desire to be able to fulfill the desires and the resonos of those around him. Exactly following the lead of Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu and Yisrael Salantar. To himself, he was Afra Va'efer. To others, he gave them everything, literally, on a silver platter. Rapam continues, Kedarko Bakodesh, as, as uh, those are familiar with the Rapam's writings, he always gives Lomaisa. Okay, so what messages can we come out? Okay, we spoke about it, you have to give, give to others. But then he says in the continuation of that same piece now, in source number four, let me pick three areas. Three areas where we have to focus on chesed. Not exactly connected to the story, but it's in the same piece of Rapam. So, I gave it to you right here. Anyone who wants to be David B'chesed, says Rapam, Yacholim, so B'kal. Harbi is Damnios, L'kayim, There are so many easy ways, little things, in order to be able to accomplish Chesed. And he quotes the three areas. Number one, Chesed B'dibur. A kind word. Chesed doesn't mean that we have to volunteer, I mean, there's nothing wrong with this, and it's wonderful, volunteer and give hours of our time to the chesed organizations of our, our communities. We should. But that's not, oh, I, I, can't, I can't do that, so there's nothing. That's not what the day-to-day chesed is about. Even though it's wonderful to do that, and we should do that. But the Rambam said, he says, speaking nicely to somebody. When we pass somebody in the morning, we say, good morning, have a great day. That's a mitzvah of chesed. Just being, saying a nice word to somebody. L'hakdim lo shalom. U'makdim shalom l'chaladam, says the Rambam. K'deshe de'erucha nocha imenu. Yesh anashim pshutim she'ein b'nei adam nosem lempanim l'varcham. B'shalom. There are some people on the street, there are some people that we meet, that nobody gives them the time of day. Some people, they're like a magnet. Everybody wants to say hello to them. And other people, says Rapam there, and they're not the most popular people that we might meet. Many people, whoever starts a conversation with them. If I thought could go over to that person, those types of people, that maybe the average person, the worker on the street, or whatever it is, and say, how you doing? Have a good day. And I show friendship to them. Hari mischab de benem is that harbe what they get out of that is amazing. Gam yisha nashim ksheiruach magume nefesh people are depressed people are having difficulties. Vim yish maskel al dala daberal al libam al hafik zaram. What an amazing chesed that's chesed b'dibur. I know somebody's going through a difficult time. I just call them. I say I'm just I'm here if you want to talk. I know what you're going through must be difficult. Whatever. Even if you know that they don't want to talk and they're not going to want to. But just, just leaving them a message even, knowing that they're not home. We shouldn't Dafka call them at home because we don't want to speak to them and then we're Yote with the message. No, that's not what we're talking about here. But, says Rav just calling. Chesed B'dibur, number one. Number two, the opposite. Chesed B'shmiyas Ozen. 
listening. I don't have to do a thing except stand there and listen. If somebody has worry inside, what is Yishachena? We darshin, Yasichena lacherem. Let somebody know. It's part of who we are. We need to express things. We need to express that. That's a human need. If I give somebody an ear to listen without saying a word, Yarviachlo. It's something they would appreciate. Obviously, giving good advice. But even separate from that, chesed with just listening. That itself is healing. Bialdusi says, he remembers when he was a little child, he read the following story of a Balagolanachri, me Russia, a Russian wagon driver. He lost his son. Certain sickness, this wagon driver lost his son. And he was busy taking a whole group of people, merchants, to a city. And he was obviously very broken. They were enjoying themselves in the back of the wagon, joking around. And this wagon driver was sitting there in mourning. Right, he's all he's 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 uh he's broken. Upitom and he couldn't stop himself. He had to turn around and express it. He couldn't hold it in. Pitom is chalas taperlaim odos benom achlato. He's telling them about what he's gone through. Velohitu ozin ledvarav, and they didn't. They couldn't. They could. They didn't turn. They didn't give him an ear of a garu. But they said, "Stop it! You're ruining our our mood. You're ruining our trip. We don't want to hear it." Achers man ma nisa upam. He tried again. He says, "Look." I, you have to want to hear about my son? Stop it already! Rav Pam writes about this book he read. They finally came to the inn. And the Sochrim went inside to eat and drink. And this wagon driver, this poor wagon driver, he's sitting outside to give hay to his horse. He can't stop himself. He starts speaking to the horse. It's a human need to express. We can't stop it. The brother of the Xos, the Kuntras Asfekas, writes in, uh, in his Akdamate Sefer, the Kuntras Asfekas, came up in Andrasha a couple of years ago. He says, if, if there was, if there, a Malach came to a person, he says, and said, I'm going to take you up above the heavens and show you all the secrets of the Shemayim. I'm going to show you unbelievable visions. Ganeiden and, and the seven levels of the Rakia. I'm going to show you everything, says the Kuntras Asfekas, with one condition, he says. One condition. When you get back, you can't tell anybody what you saw. You can't say a word. Says the Kuntras Asfekas, you know what we would say? You know what the, the per, a person would say in that case? Better that, don't take me. Don't take me. What good is it if I can't express it? People naturally need to express. Chesed is just to listen. Forgetting talking, sometimes we have to look, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a child, whether it's anybody. Sometimes it's a it's a co-worker that we're really not in the mood to listen to. Maybe this co-worker talks a little too much. But you know what? Shmias Ozen. Shmias Ozen is a chesed too. Finally, he says, he even remembers a story when he was younger in Lita. There was a certain woman that was not always always with it. She had terrible uh, yisurin. And they used to call her, if Pam says, Rifka the Meshugana. That's what he quotes. He says he remembers his mother always listening to her. He remembers his mother. 
always giving her the time of day because nobody else would listen. Shmias always said, number two. And finally, number three, which your palm writes elsewhere as well, chesed, even less, not even talking, not even listening, just smiling. Pass somebody on the street, give them a smile. Rav Palm, others are quoted as saying, your face is a Rosh Hashanah Don't be mazik Rosh Hashanah Right? We mentioned in the past that now, right, there's a mission of If you walk down the street and somebody's smiling at you, what, what are you going to say to them? What happened? We would say to them, what, what, everything okay? You get a mazel stuff? Right? It's so abnormal for us to walk down the street and see people smiling. You, so it's like weird. Makabal kalam, say in front of the office. Right? We should be known as those few people that we know that are always smiling. Right? We, have to, we have to try to be like them. Have makabal kalam, say in front of the office. If you want us on the plum, I have nothing to be happy about. It's a regular morning. Regular morning with the carpools and with a regular morning with the craziness. I go out, I see somebody, I smile. It's hard, it's not easy. As if this person gave me everything in the world. And just the opposite, he says, is, oh no, he says, we're taking advantage of a person. If we see a sad faith, I'm going to influence them. Everything okay? You're right, it's, uh, right, it's dreary today. It's a Rishas Harabim. Chesed with speech, Chesed with listening, and even less than that, Chesed with just smiling. That's Rav Palm, again, extending his thought that he says, Avram Avinu, regarding himself, he was very limited, but regarding guests, he spared nothing. Okay, one more detail in this story of the Malachim. So what does the Pasuk say now? We continue. Yukach no matmayim, let water be taken, wash your feet, lean under the tree, I will take some bread and you will satiate yourself and then you'll leave. Is that the best word to use? I was talking about he's going to give them bread. I will take bread. He's going to take bread. He's going to take it. Ask the Yam Simcha. Source number five, Rabbi Freed. Makshima Olam. I will give. What's Ve'ekach? So he quotes the Torah's Moshe, the Chazam Sofer, and Parshas Truma. Meiz Kolisha Sheyidvenu Ligbo. Tikhu es Teruma Si, Akadosh Baruch Hu says. Lefi Masha Amru Chazal Bebrachas. The part the Gemara says at the beginning of the Sixth Parak and Brachas. Ksiv Hashem Aretz Umaloa, Viksiv Aretz Asan Levnei Adam, famous Gemara. One pasuk says that the world belongs to God. Hashem Aretz Umaloa. The other pasuk said that the world belongs to man. Aretz Asan Levnei Adam. So does it belong to us? Does it belong to man? Kan Kodem Abracha, Kan Ma'ach Abracha. It depends. Before I make the bracha, it belongs to God. Once I make the bracha, that's the matir. That's the halachic mechanism that allows me to partake of all pleasures of this world. The Yim Kain. So what does that Gemara teach us? That really everything in the world is God's. Hakol HaGadosh Baruch Hu Ve'inam nostim rak nidvas liba matov Ve'rak zehu nisinasam Hashem So when a person gives something, I give to the Mishkan. Am I really giving to the Mishkan? It's God's in the first place. What am I doing? I'm not really giving. Nimsa lefi dvarav 
to ha'isha she no sin staka umachnis oreach in no sin klum. When I give staka, when I give so, I get something, am I really giving? I'm just facilitating God giving. I'm really just the conduit. I'm the pipe. Kadosh Baruch Hu is giving. Everything belongs to Him. Ki akola Kadosh Baruch Hu. Vrakan adivas leiv shema oroso. I'm just. I have, I have a wonderful heart and I'm helping God out. But really, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not giving anything. That's what's alluded to. Suggest the Yam Simcha in our pasuk as well. Vizemash Amar Avram veEchah, and I will take. I'm not giving. I'm giving something. Remember Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu, his whole life's mission at this point is to spread the word of God, to spread monotheism. Right? He gave them to eat, and then he said, they say, thank you, don't thank me, thank God. Who's God? And he got him into the whole conversation. That's how he started spreading. Like the Rambam describes in the beginning of Hilkadar's Kachavim, the major parade that Avram Avinu went all over the world, spreading, spreading this view of monotheism. That was what he was about. So even in this one word, the Torah hints to another, another way that Avram Avinu gave over this message. Ve'echa, they probably asked him, what do you mean ve'echa? You're not taking, you're giving us. No, no, no. I'm not giving you anything. I'm sorry to say. I'm just, I'm taking, I'm taking from above and giving it to you. But don't think I'm the source of any of this giving. Everything's from him, capital H. Everything is from him. And that's what he quotes the Gemara in Sota that I just quoted outside. After they ate, all the guests would say, Oh, we want to give you a bracha. And that's the echa. I'm going to take it, Avram. Will you take it? I'm going to take it from God. And I'm going to give it to you. The echa Because really, the source of all, the source of all is Hakadosh Baruch. One word opens up a whole, whole secret related to what Avram always tried to do. Okay, moving right along to the next, the next story in the parsha. So we start off with the malachim. Sorry, Imenu is promised a child. She laughs. She doesn't laugh. And then we get to the story of Sodom. Story of Sodom. Avram Avinu was bargaining for Sodom. We're going to focus on one little pasuk in the middle of the argument. Avram Avinu says, "Feigash Avram vayomar pasuk of Gimel. Hak this pet sadik in Russia. It can't be. You're going to destroy the city. Ulai yesh chamishim sadikim besolcha ir. Maybe there are fifty sadikim. Hak this pet lotisa lamakom laman chamishim sadikim. What if there are fifty sadikim?" Why didn't Avram start with 10? Why didn't he go down? Why did he start with 50? Again, question, not for now. Avram Avinu says to Hashem, It's Chalila to you. I can't believe you ever do such a thing, God. To kill the righteous with the wicked? Avram Avinu is basically saying, It can't be God. Hashem says, You're right. If there are 50 tzaddikim, I'm not going to do it. Avram Avinu says, okay, I'm dirt, I'm nothing. But what if there are 45? What if there are 40, 30, 20? He goes down. Question. Avram Avinu, I can't believe you would do this. Of course he wouldn't do it. Why did Avram Avinu even have to say such a pasuk? 
What's the Havamina that God's going to kill somebody unjustly? That Avram Avinu has to say, I can't believe that you're going to do this, God. What, Avram had, had doubts? He has, to, he has to justify it in his speech. God, I can't believe you would ever do such a thing. We usually say that when we have a little bit of a doubt in our mind and we say, this is, you're not going to do that, right? So what, Avram Avinu is saying that to God? You're not, you're not going to kill righteous with the wicked, are you? Of course not, right? What's he saying? That's the first question that the Ksav Sofer asks. Source number six. Sarech lahavin al hadas sheyasa Hashem avel chas v'shalom v'yom esadik alo davar. And what's the havamina? What's Avram? What do you want to see in this pasuk for? So uh, Rashi says he quotes. It means that people are going to say this. Right, that's what he says. Uh, this is what they're going to say. Okay, but either way, that's his question. What's the Havamina? Number two, he says, if you look at the continuation of the Pasuk, what does the phrase mean? It's Chalila to you to do this. What's Katzadik Karasha? What's that double cuff phrase? says the Ksav Sofer, What's the double cuff? So what's the, the number one is the excuse me the content of the pasuk. Number two is the language of the pasuk. Two problems. The nearly says the Ksav Sofer a totally new appreciation of just pasuk shot. What's the pasuk talking about? The nearly kihaya batuach leiv Avraham. Avraminu was sure. He, was, he didn't need any any chizuk. Um, he knew that God was obviously righteous. That's not what Avraham Avinu was saying here. He's not saying uh, uh, a tzaddik and that he's going to kill a plain tzaddik, an objective tzaddik with a rasha. But read the pasuk a little closer. God from killing tzaddik im rasha. What does that mean? Chalil God, don't kill a tzaddik im rasha. Avram Avinu is saying there are different types of tzaddikim. There are tzaddikim and there are tzaddikim and rishayim. What does that mean? Aval yeshmi shehut tzaddik neged doro v'nechshav l'tzaddik be'enehem v'lefnei Hashem hu rasha. There can be somebody who's amazing where he is. But he's not so amazing objectively. He's better than everybody else. Right? If we think about Lot in stone, Lot was a tzaddik yisod olam. Right? He didn't, pour, he didn't take part in the, in the killing of people who did chesed. But was Lot, Lot, Lot was a grace of tzaddik? He definitely went to stone. So Avram Avinu was saying that there is a certain type of tzaddik that's a tzaddik in Russia when he's next to a Russia. And really, he deserves to be punished because he's not objectively fulfilling what he should be doing. That's who Avram is davening for. Because you know what? In the rest of his city's eyes, he's the, he's the tzaddik. And if you kill him, God, imagine the chil Hashem. I know you know objectively that he deserves it. But regarding everybody else here, you know what they're going to say? They're going to say that there's, what's, there's no schar onesh. Everybody has the same uh, ultimate fate. Like the Pesukim in Koheles. They talk about that. Like everybody is, is nechaz, like fish. 
The Pesukim that almost took Koheles, prevented it from getting into Tanakh, the Gemara tells us. So says the Ksav Sofer, line 14. That's the Pshah. Read the Pasuk now. God, Khalila for you to do this, Lohamis Tzadik Im Rasha. That's talking about one person. Don't kill those Tzadik and that are only Tzadik next to Rishayim. Why? Because the Chil Hashem element. V'zeo Sha'amar. Now continuing. Khalil Chal Hazim Is Tzadik Im Rasha. Hailu Mishu Tzadik Im Rasha. Hailu Kshu Yoshev Im Rasha. Yechashi Tzadik Ula Atzmo Hu Rasha. Why? Because people are going to think Kat Tzadik Ka Rasha. Just like what happens to the tzaddik is the same thing that happens to the rasha. That's the same cuffs. The same like like the psukim that talk about in Tanakh. Ki yomru les din v'les dayan. They'll say there's no ultimate judge, capital J. Mikra echa la tzaddik v'la rasha. Birosam ki mishpatam shavet ve'enom yodim ki zeh rasha kazet. They don't realize it. They don't realize it, but God, it doesn't matter if they don't realize it. The tremendous chil Hashem that's going to take place, that's what's going on here in the Pazik. It's not just Avraham Avinu saying, God, don't kill Tzadikim. Of course, God's not going to kill Tzadikim. Avraham's not bargaining for that. He's bargaining for Lohamis Tzadik Im Rasha. That's the first time he mentions it. According to this Pshat, maybe you have to say it applies in the later Pesukim too. If you only have 45 of these Tzadikim Im Rashaim. If you only have 40 of these, because even one perfect objective Tzadik, there's no Havamina that the city's going to be killed for that. So you have to just, even though it doesn't repeat it in the in the following psukim, maybe you have to put this pshat into into the later psukim as well, according to the Ksav Sof. Okay. One more thought related to the bargain. Anochi offer va'ifer. Avinu says I'm a nothing. I'm dirt. I'm ashes. Last year we mentioned the beautiful Beis HaLevi, which uh, we're not going to repeat now. But the Beis HaLevi did talk about the Gemara, which we're going to repeat. Um, actually, the source number eight quotes it from the Medrash. I'm dirt and I'm ashes. sota. Because he said, I'm dirt, I'm ashes, Hashem gave him two mitzvos that have to do with dirt and ashes. The dirt of the sota, the, the, so the dirt that come, that we take off the floor of the azara underneath the tile, and we put it in and mix it in with a mixture that the isha sota will drink so that Bez Hashem will be able to become muteris to her husband again. And isha sota, that, that dirt, and the ashes of the paraduma. That we burn the paraduma on harazesim, and put a little bit of ashes into each pail in order to be mitire people into masmes. So last year we discussed why specifically these mitzvahs. Today we're just going to talk about why mitzvahs in general. Why did God give him this reward at all? Not focusing on the specific pratim of the, of the mitzvahs. And he quotes from the, this is from the Kras Shabbos Onik, I think it's the first chalek, from the Dumna Magid. Gives a marshal. Gives a marshal. Kedarko Bakodesh. Asher Echad, line 5. Arach Suda L'chom Akar V'yadida. Right, a big, great, rich person is making a Suda. He's making a Suda for whatever purpose. Bein Akruim, Hayagam Talmud Chacham Echad, Sadik, V'nasopanim. One of the greats of the city, one of the great time of the Chacham of the city came to take part in a Suda. 
But he was a very unassuming, very humble. He didn't go to the dais. He didn't go to the dais. He sat on the on the edge, the edge of the table, you know, towards the end, on the side. He's added the limelight. That's where he sits. Kasharab alabai is line nine. Ki orcho hanichbad iva makom lemoshav lo bimchuse aretz. When he sees that this great Talmud Chacham is sitting amongst the lower class. Individuals invited to the party, Hifzirbo, he begs him. You see the see that says reserved? That's yours. That's yours. It's supposed to be up front. He says, No, no, no. I'm fine here. I'm good here. He says, I'm sorry. So this is where I'm sitting, please. Babayas has no choice. So what does he do? So says the Dubnamagid. He has one choice. If he doesn't want to come up to the dais, I'm moving the dais to him. And because where he was sitting, he moved all the other Rabbanim, Chashuvim, Gedolim to sit on the side edge, corner of the table, along with his, with his Rav. He's not moving, so I'm going to move everybody else to the side. So that way he outsmarted. He says, "You're not. You're, you think you're nothing? I'm going to bring everybody to you." Says Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Avraham, you say you're a nothing. What am I? I'm just ashes. I'm just dirt. I'm nothing. God says, "You say you're dirt. I'm going to give chashivas to the dirt. I'm going to give chashivas to the ashes. I'm going to surround you and your nothingness that you call yourself with tremendous mitzvahs." Amazing mitzvahs that bring Klai Yisrael together, that bring husband and wife together, that bring people back to the base of Migdash, the Afar of the Sota and the Afar of the Para Aduma. The Dubna Magid, that's what he says. Okay. Next point is a major point. Major thought said by the Rav, by Rav Solveitchik. Based on, he doesn't base it, but he connects it to one word. One word. In our parsha, Avram bargains, and then he leaves, to no avail. And we know in Parakiotes, load is destroyed. I'm sorry, load is saved and stone is destroyed. Stone is destroyed, but the Pusik that describes stone being destroyed... Says as follows. After you have the Shalshalas, Vayismama, and the Pasik says, Pasik of Dalid, Vashem, Himtir al Stom, Vaalamora, Gafris Vaish. Beis Hashem and Hashemayim. God rains down on Zona Mora, Gafris Vaish, Meis Hashem and Hashemayim. So we're going to ask the question now, we're going to come back to it in a little while, after we do the whole thought. Which Shem Hashem is used here in the destruction of stone? It doesn't say Velokim, Mitas Hadin, Kim Tirel Stone Balamora. It says Yudke Vavke, which is usually associated with Rachamim. Vashem Kim Tirel Stone Balamora. Why is the Mita of Rachamim being used when we're talking about the destruction of humanity? Vashem Kim Tirel Stone Balamora. Kofes Vaish Dafka Shem Hashem is used twice in the pasuk. Just just in case we missed it the first time. Vashem Kim Tirel Yudke Vavke. Meis Hashem Yudke Vavke Min Hashemayim. Okay. Says the Rob Source 9. 
starts off by quoting, a, this is from Nefesh Arav, volume, right, Nefesh Arav, which is only one volume, they all have different names. Nefesh Arav, not Mifini Arav and not Divri Arav. Nefesh Arav, first volume. Ayin Gemara Brachis, the Gemara Brachis Davyud. We know the Gemara. Hani Biryone, Davi Bishibusi, the Rebbeir. There were some strong men in the neighborhood of Rebbe Meir. There were some um, difficult individuals. They gave her mayor tremendous saris. We can't imagine it, Rabbi Mayer. They gave her mayor tremendous saris. They caused so many problems for him. And finally, he says, he starts davening that they should, they should be gone. He's like, he's like no, I can't take it anymore. Amrulay Bruria de Bisu. His wife, Bruria, turns to him and says, Honey, my daitacha, what are you thinking? Mishum dechsiv, yitamu chatam in aretz. Right, the end of Barchi Nafshi. Look closely. Mik siv chotim chatoim siv. It doesn't say that the sinners should be removed, but the sins should be removed. So Rabbi Meir, you're not davening for the right thing. Yitamu chatoim in aretz, not chotim in aretz. Daven for the sins to be removed, for their behavior to change, but not for them to be to die. That's the Gemara. What's the message of the Gemara? Says the Rav, Klomar, Dechet, what's the difference between Chatoim and Chotim? Says the Rav, it's not just sin versus sinner. It's really two types of sinners, says the Rav. Klomar, Dechet Hainu, Adam Shemasar Kol Kulo Le'inyoni Chet, Demeacher Sha'avar Alo Avira Kol Kachar Be'pa'amim, Sometimes we become so sullied, so dirty, so sunken into our hate that it becomes part of who we are. When we're involved in something, when something defines us, even if there's a behavior, an action that defines us, but if we're so shakua in it, that becomes who we are. David HaMelech writes in Tehillim, Ani Tefillah. I am prayer. I mean, I am prayer. I daven. David Amel doesn't say that. The ani tefillah. David Amel, his whole mahus was tefillah, the author of Tehillim. That's what he was. When we're so involved in something, it's not just something that we do, it's something who we are. Says the, as v'dum yedekorah dechsev ani tefillah, benigud lahalashon ani mispalel. So says the Rav, before we get back to Chote and Chet, which we'll get back to, we know there are different types of Kalim in Halacha. There are earthenware Kalim, and there's everything else. What's the difference in Halacha between earthenware Kalim and anything else? If I trafe something up, I could kosher it. Whether it's metal, whether it's wood, whether whatever, I could, I could kosher something. That's called klishetef. Lishtof is to wash it. Washing it in a mikvah or in, a, in hot water, hagala. That's why it's called klishetef. Earthenware cannot be koshered. China cannot be koshered. Why? Because the taste that went in there if it was trade, whatever it is, it never leaves. It becomes part of the item. By all other items, what do you mean you could kosher it? What went in isn't 
part and parcel of what that item is. It's not def- definitional to the item. If I have a metal cleat, there's a tom in there, but I can remove the tom. It's not p- it's part of the definition of the spoon. That's why you can get rid of it. When it comes to earthenware, the halacha says the taste that goes in becomes part of it. It can never be separated. And therefore, what's the only way to get rid of it? To smash it. To smash it. And therefore, it's no longer the item anymore. And you rebuild it. That applies by Kalim, for Kashrus, the Chenadin Linyan Tuma, not only by Isravahetim, but also Tuma Vatara, we know. De Tvila Moel is the Kli Kharis, the Sali Tumasam. An earthenware Kli cannot be Kashur, right? That's why Chazal say, by a, by a house that has Saras, Chazal say, before the coin declares it a house of Saras, everything is taken out. Says the Es Chazal, Rashi quotes it there in Mitzorah. Why do we care so much? Just, just, just Kash, but total everything afterwards. Says Rashi, there's one thing you can't tovel, it's Kli Kharis. So Chazal were worried about the Torah was worried about the klicheres even of people. Ach line seventeen, mikol makom as we just said, shvira kein mo elis lafkias atoma miyal klicheres. What can remove the tuma? Breaking, smashing, v'chein that that's that's that all those halachas are a mashal. It's all a mashal. We say, what does tuma v'tara have to do with me? It has to do with me because. It has to do with different types of sins affecting people. V'chein adavar b'bnei adam, line 19. Sh'achote dome b'pratzele klishetef. What does a chote mean? A sinner. A sinner is like a kli shetef. I sinned, but it could still be removed. V'hachet. But if somebody is in the category of a chet, a chataim in Aretz, if they're so defined with the fate as part and parcel of them, there's no hope. If it's who they are, there's no hope with, with kashering in the more minimal sense. There's only one thing to do, and that's shvira. Look at Shmona Esrei. Do we ever think about this? We say in Shmon Esrei, on the one hand, We daven, please return all of us in Shuva to close to you. Return us! A couple brachas later, Break them! What's the difference? First we daven, please help us do Shuva, then we say smash them to bits. What's the difference? Say, and the other one we say, please break them. We're referring to two different types of Rishoim. Those that are considered Chotim, sinners. What does sinners mean? I'm a person who sins. It's not part of me yet. That's Please have me do tshuva. That's on the one hand. But if the sin has become part and parcel of who I am, it's part of my ideology. It's part of what I believe. Those are chataim. Says the Rav, turning the page. That's like a klicheres. There's nothing to do except shvira. Break them. 
And it's the same thing on Rosh Hashanah, says the Rav. We daven v'yishtach mufanecha kol abruim. All the creation should bow to you, even the Rishayim. And what do we say? Take him away, have them go up in smoke. The same thing. Are we talking about chatoim? Are we talking about chotim? That's the difference, and that's the pshat of that story in Brachas. Brury is saying, these people that are around you, they're chotim, they're not chatoim. It's not part and parcel of who they are, so why are you davening for that? They're chotim. And then the Ramam even is, before we get back to stone, the Rav quotes the Rambam. When we talk about mitzvahs that are somewhat hard for us to understand in our modern society, destruction of the seven nations, men, women, and children, Amalek. So sometimes it's not so hard for us to understand when we see other nations that feel that way about us. And we know it's part and parcel of who they are and it's in their, it's in their, their charter. But says the Rambam, when the Torah gives these types of mitzvahs, it's not revenge, it's not brazenness. But these are chata'im. If there are these types of beings in the world, you have to break them. Because they are defined, it's part and parcel of who they are, murder. It's part and parcel of who they are, certain actions that destroy the world. So when we destroy and remove these people from the world, that is a chesed to the world. If there is a nation out there that believes in murder as part of who they are, if they believe in the Germans, have the din of Amalek halachically. So what do you do? You get rid of them. The din of Amalek. That's a chesed to the rest of the world. That's what's going on here by stone. Stone was a society based on the antithesis of chesed. A girl did chesed, the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin, and what happened? They poured honey on her and they let the bees attack her. That's what stone was. Not one person stood up. So what is it? Vashem yudke vavke. Him draw stone by Because these were chataim. These weren't just chotim. So if when it comes to chataim, it's a chesed habore. To remove them from the world. Last two lines. That's the thesis of the Rav that we take with us. Learn that from one word. In the destruction of stone. Okay, we end off with two Vilnagons. Two Gras. Thank you. Two gras. Okay, we got to talk about the Akedah a little bit. We've discussed it in other, other, we had a whole shear on the Akedah a couple of years ago. But two thoughts on the Akedah. First, Chav Beis, Yud Beis. Same Pasuk. Thought, two thoughts on the same Pasuk. Fayikre love Malach Hashem and Hashemayim. The Malach of God talks to Avram from heaven. Vayomer Avraham, Avraham, Vayomer Hineni, he says, Avraham, squared. Vayomer Hineni, yes, I'm here. Don't do anything. By the way, I have to mention it. I just got this week. I think it came out a few weeks ago. Rabbi Lau's autobiography, which has been in Hebrew for many years. The name of it is That's the Pasuk. It was just translated into English. It's supposed to be unbelievable. I've read bits and pieces of it. It's called Out of the Depths in English. 
but it's uh, Rabbi Lau's autobiography, the story of a child of Buchenwald who returned home at last, youngest uh, survivor of Buchenwald, becoming uh, the chief rabbi, one of the most amazing uh, people you will ever meet. But right, the Hebrew version, if you want to read it in the original, is Al Tishlach Yotchel Right, that's uh, that's the puzzle right here. Al Tashlach Muuma, don't do anything to him. Says the Malach, Ki Ata Yadati, I know, Ki Yerei Elokim Ata, you are one who fears God. Velo Chasach Les Bin Chazichid Chamimani, you didn't hold your son back from me. Ask the Vilna Gon, who's talking here? The Malach Hashem. Avram, thanks for not holding your son back from me. From me. Is that how Malach talks? Malach, the Malach was the one that Avram held Yitzchak back from? What is that last word talking about? Should be. From him. Not me, many. It's a Malach Hashem. It's not a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Which itself is a separate problem. Which we discussed back on Rosh Hashanah. God told him to sacrifice Yitzchak. A Malach says don't. Who do you listen to? Right, we know the Satan played a lot of games with Avram. He dressed like dressed up like a water. He dressed up like a so maybe the Satan dressed up like a Malach Hashem. How did he know that this was true? Separate question. But either way, how did those assuming he trusted him for whatever reason? How did he know? He says you didn't hold the law. I know you're Yerushalmi because you didn't hold your son back from me. Says the Grad is a totally different shot of that last, that final word. Me many, final word. Says the Grad source eleven. Quoting from, uh, right, somebody, obviously the Grud did not write down anything himself, is quoting from, uh, here, this draft from the Grud. What's the, what's the Mimeni? Amnami Shlavaya, line four. Tihine Yadua, it's known from many different sources. To Mikol Asiya Shal Mitzvah Nivramalach. Every mitzvah that we do, many sources say, maybe the Ramam wouldn't say this, but many Rishonim and many Chazal say that there's a Malach created. Right? We have a defense attorney created in Shemayim every time we do a mitzvah. Vigam Yaduen is also known. Tilafi Godel Ha'ahava Vahazrizus Vahayira Vahkavana. And it's not just about doing the mitzvah. The greater kavana and effort and zrizus and alacrity and love and everything. Bishasa Siyas mitzvah, it creates a greater malach. He's higher up, so to speak. Qualitatively. The Ram talks about the levels of malachim. It's higher level, so we create a higher level of a malach. The greater that we, the more we put into the mitzvah. So the malach says to Avraham, "I know you are a Yerei Elokim. How do I know you're a Yerei Elokim? You didn't hold your your son back. How do I know this? Me many. I know it from me." Says the Malach. I know it from the fact, look at, look at the level that I'm created on. I'm the Malach that you created with this action, ya, uh, Avram. I know, I tell you, I know, I know exactly what you did. How do I know it? The awesome nature of your act? Me many. I know it from my existence. says the Grah. Totally different way of reading that last word in the Pasik. Not me many, you hold your son back from me. The whole Pasik, me many. I know it from me. And that's also uh, that the same idea is used by the Ben Yo Yadza, the Ben Ishchai, the first Dafan of Zara, to explain 
The Gemara there on Dabbeis, where the Gemara says that every mitzvah that we do in this world is going to testify for us in the next world. See at the beginning of the of source twelve, Armishu ben Levi, called mitzvah she Yisrael osim ba'olam azeh hein bo so meidos alim olam haba. What does that mean? The mitzvahs are going to testify on our behalf in olam haba. Says the Ben Yoyada, this exact idea, this exact idea that every mitzvah that we do is a malach, and that, that's going to be well meavah esrim. We're going to have the din Torah, one long line of malachim. It's going to be the mitzvahs that we do. Rachman al Islam is going to be another line too. We just got to make sure we know which line is going to be longer. And which, why do we put more of our kishkas in? We all do Averis. But what, which, which side, mitzvahs, have to be the ones that we do with Ava, with Kavana, with the Shema? One final thought to finish up. Same Pasik, Atoyadati, a question asked by many, maybe an answer also given by many. And that is, what do you mean Atoyadati? Now I know. Now I know what God didn't know before. The Malach didn't know before that Amravina was amazing. He only brought thousands of people, you know, to believe, brought them to believe in God. But Atah now, only now. Yes, it was an amazing Messiah, number 10. But what about the Akedah? Which element of the Akedah really proved the godless of, of Avramavinu? Says the Gra, just in short. True Eved Avdus of Hashem could only be seen if we see opposite traits in a person being used for Avdus of Hashem. Until this moment in time, Avraham spent his whole life spreading the word of God, unbelievable. But at the end of the day, Avram was a Baal Chesed. It was Avram's nature to be a nice guy. We could have said Avram was a, was, a, was, a, was a macher. He would love being with people in, in the best way possible. Right? He was there. He was Hamish. He was this. He, he, was a, he was a people's person. He loved people. He always brought them in. So up until the Akedah, one might have said, says the Grah, yeah, was, is this an Eved Hashem Badafka? He's doing it because that's his personality. By the Akedah, which was the exact opposite of what Avram stood for, it was killing somebody. It was killing his own son. It was the opposite of what he preached his entire life. That act is Megala on his entire life. That he's a Yerushalayim. That he is an Oev Hashem. That he is exactly, he's, he's totally channeled towards the Kaddish Baruch. Well, that's because, oh, he's naturally has a tendency to do this. Line 16. You couldn't do it. So that's why the Akedah proved his whole life was L'Shem Shemayim, was L'Shma. And we have to use all of our kochos. Sometimes we have to show Chesed. Most of the time we have to show Chesed. Once in a while we have to stand up. If it's an enemy of the Jewish people, we have to be strong. If it's if it's a uh, a Rebbe who's teaching a student, right? What does the Gemara say? The Amin is Makari, but the small is Dochik. There has to be a little pressure in order to achieve the results. But, says the Gra, if it all comes together in the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that proves Atah Yadati. And we are still reaping the benefits of the Schus of the Akedah, Ad Hayom Okay, we'll stop here. Hashem, we will continue uh, with Chayisara, Shabbos Chevron, next next Wednesday night, Bez Hashem.